The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. I wanted to look at the World Cup cutter qualifying. They're in the final stretch. As, you know, many of the finalists are already known for who's going to be in this. I want to give you a breakdown of what we already know. And what we think we know about who's going to be uh, ready in November in Qatar. So from Europe, 12 of the 13 teams have already uh, qualified. Germany, they're always brutal. They can beat anybody in the world. Denmark's always good. So is Belgium. France is in. They've won it before. Croatia, Spain, Serbia, England, Switzerland... The Netherlands, Poland, and Portugal are in. Poland and Lewandowski, he is an absolute freaking badass. The guy can light it up in every game he plays. And then Cristiano Ronaldo and Portugal got in with the win over Macedonia this week. So there you go. Still uh, undetermined. You've got a playoff path semifinal Scotland and Ukraine the winner of the semifinal will be away to Wales in the final for a place at the World Cup so Scotland Ukraine play winner plays at Wales winner there goes to the World Cup so what about South America all four have qualified Brazil Argentina and Messi Ecuador and Uruguay By the way, uh, 34C once proclaimed that she wanted to sleep with all of the Uruguayan World Cup team. She thought they were all really hot. Peru is still in contention. They finished fifth in the group. They'll take on the winners of the Asian playoff path, Australia or the UAB, in June for a place at the World Cup. As far as CONCACAF, Canada, the U.S. are in. You can count on that. So Africa, Ghana is in, Senegal, Morocco, Tunisia, and Cameroon are all in the field. As far as Asia goes, Qatar is in as host. Iran, South Korea, Saudi Arabia, and Japan have all qualified and then still in contention Australia and United Arab Emirates the UAE they'll meet in a one match playoff in Qatar on June 7th the winners then advance to an uh, intercontinental playoff against Peru to be played a week later for a place at the World Cup I gotta tell you I I think the 
uh, World Cup is the greatest sporting event of all sporting events in the world. It really is. Forget about the Olympics. I mean, they just had the Beijing Olympics. I didn't watch one second of those winter games. And I don't frankly know anybody that did. I'm sure when the Olympics are in L.A. in 28, I'll probably be into it then. But I'm not ready for that now, right? Like, I'm just not digging it. I don't like the summer or winter games, to be honest with you. The World Cup is where it's at. The Stanley Cup playoffs, March Madness, the NFL playoffs, the NBA playoffs, kind of in that order for me. There is nothing greater than the World Cup for a straight month. I mean, there is nothing like it. It's going to take place uh, beginning November 21st and run through the final on December 18th. So like a week before Christmas. Are you kidding me? That's like a Christmas present in itself. I got to be honest with you. I think it's cool that the Americans made it because like... Can you imagine like two in a row World Cups you don't go to? They didn't go to the last one. And then if you miss this one, you basically suck. So the fact that they got it done is all that matters to me. And I think it's cool that we're going to be in it. And Canada, for that matter. Both the Canadian and the U.S. teams are getting better and better and better. Starting to uh, make a scene for themselves on the world stage. And guys like uh, Pulisic, the guy's a, a freak. I can't wait to watch him at the highest level of soccer in the world. See if he can uh, perform and go off and be a badass. So whatever, I think it's going to be really cool. And how about Italy? Two World Cups in a row, the Italians don't make it. That's insane. Now I want to talk about this uh, Duke-North Carolina game on Saturday. It's all that matters in the world. Like Kansas and Villanova basically don't even matter. I mean, that's the first game, and I think that game's going to be kick-ass. I think it's going to be awesome, but nobody's talking about it because everybody's like, uh, the Nova Cats lost their best player, Justin Moore, Torres Achilles, so they're going to lose. Kansas is going to beat them. Everybody's betting on Kansas, so that's that, and then they just stop talking about it, which I think is a gigantic mistake. I think the uh, game's going to be great. I think the second game, North Carolina, Duke's going to be great. It's all going to be kick-ass. So let's talk about it. Duke will face North Carolina for, uh, bottom line, Krzyzewski's first time in a Final Four and the last time. It sounds crazy, but that's exactly what's happening. You got these two schools separated by like 10 miles. They played each other 257 times, and they hate each other's guts. Duke, North Carolina has been called the greatest rivalry in sports, let alone college sports. The hype is so insane, it can overwhelm everybody involved in it. Uh, Let's not forget they're like young men, young teenagers. I mean, they're in college. These are not professional athletes yet. We all know how much uh, attention Duke gets, and North Carolina for that matter, but, I mean, tons of people hate Duke, and it's because they're so great at what they do. I mean, Krzyzewski's won five national championships. I mean, the Heels lead the all-time series with Duke, 142-115. to Duke gets the bad guy, villain-type logo 
strapped to him everywhere you look. People think that Duke is filled with, you know, rich kids <laughs> and snobs going up against, uh, you know, teams with hardworking players and kids that had to pay the price to get the D1, which is a bunch of BS. We all know Duke's a private school. North Carolina's public. Uh, but they've had some of the most disliked players ever. Christian Leitner, J.J. Redick, Grayson Allen. I mean, who doesn't hate those guys? I mean, Christian Leitner's been uh, tabbed a bad guy his entire career some day, like when he started at Duke, it was nothing. Then all of a sudden he became the bad guy. Then when he hit the shot, it got even worse. Then when he went to the pros, he just got ripped every single day of his life. J.J. Redick has been despised. Grayson Allen has been tabbed the dirtiest player in basketball. I heard a quote about Leitner. The understanding uh, was that everything was given to Duke players, especially Leitner, that he could get away with anything and everything on the floor. They reeked of entitlement and embodied everything so many people despised in a way that went beyond sports. That was Eitan Thomas, a former NBA player, talking about Duke and Leitner. But look at the tons of players they've had over the years that were uh, unbelievable. Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, Zion. It never ends. Now they have Paolo Banchero, who's going to be a lottery pick in the NBA. Can you believe, though, that these two have never met in the NCAA tournament before? So no matter what, it'll be Coach K's last game against North Carolina. We already saw him have the last game against the Heels at Cameron Indoor, and North Carolina kicked Duke's ass. Now they're doing it again for one last dance in the big dance. But in his 42 seasons with Duke, Coach K has won five national titles, and he's playing in his record 13th Final Four. He has 1,200 wins in D1 hoops. He's far and away ahead of everyone. You can love him, you can hate him, it doesn't matter. He's always gonna be remembered as maybe the greatest college basketball coach of his generation. They're talking about, you know, Wooden and Krzyzewski and nobody else matters. So either Krzyzewski's career will end at the hands of a North Carolina team that humiliated him at Cameron Indoor in a final home game, or he's gonna beat him and have the opportunity to win a sixth national championship. I'll tell you what, Duke better be ready because North Carolina is playing great basketball. They destroyed St. Peter's. I think this guy Manic, I call him Amish Manic Depressive, is an absolute uh, bucket maker. The guy hits from everywhere. Deep corner pocket, on the wing, straight out, top of the key perimeter, elbows, baseline. He can do it all. And if... Duke doesn't shut him down. He can win that game for North Carolina by himself. I think he's the most important piece on Carolina. They got the bigs down low. They got the fast guards. But this guy, Manic is a difference maker. And uh, Duke had better be ready because he is going to just keep cranking shots. I thought the Blue Devils played fantastic uh, to get to this point when they finished off Arkansas. The Hawks were tough, and Duke handled them 78-69. It always helps when you shoot 54% from the floor and 40% from three, 
and they were selective in their threes, four of 10. But how about 16 of 18 from the line? They shot 89% basically. You get four of five starters, more Griffin, Banchero, and Williams, all in double figures. And then your boy Roach had nine, one point from being in double figures. I think they'll definitely play better than they did against North Carolina in that last game at Cameron Indoor when they got blown out. This is going to be a tight game to the wire. I can't wait. You can't wait. Everybody can't wait. It is what it is. It's the biggest game in sports this week. And I say, let's get it on. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 